Let me tell you about the first time I ever discovered AI or artificial intelligence. It was 2016 and I was starting a new role in my corporate job. At the time, I was working in an investment bank in Sydney called Macquarie Bank. The division I was working in had just started a new team called the Innovation Team. The same team, in fact, where I met Bonner, my co-founder. Bonner was charged with incubating internal innovation, coordinating events like demo days and hackathons for employees. And I was charged with identifying external innovation opportunities, including how the bank could work with startups and integrate emerging technologies into our products and processes. One of these emerging technologies that I came across and could see changing every single industry was AI. The more I delved into the capability, the technology, the potential use cases, the more I was hooked. I fell in love with this technology because it was just so exciting and so cutting edge and yet still so nascent. The relative newness in making this type of technology mainstream really captured my curiosity. And it is coming. Whether we like it or not, almost everything we interact with digitally has some level of AI behind it. And it's only going to become more and more present in our everyday lives. But we also know there are a ton of broader issues with AI, ranging from the ethical use of it to the impact on humanity to the many, many inaccuracies it still generates. So as experts who podcast, the question is, to AI or not to AI? Should we be leaning into this new technology? And if so, how? That is what we are going to be diving into in this episode. My name is Deidre Shen, CEO and co-founder of Cap Show, and this is the Grow My Podcast Show. Hey you, welcome back. I am so delighted you are joining us for this special episode on the Grow My Podcast show. I am your host, Deidre Shen, and today we are going to talk about to AI or not to AI. But first, what even is AI or artificial intelligence? In short, it's when machines demonstrate some type of learning, problem solving, and decision making capability. That is, they demonstrate intelligence. Now, let me explain how this topic even came up for this episode. So a couple of weeks ago, I got a notification on LinkedIn that I was tagged on a post, which is actually kind of exciting for me because I'm never on LinkedIn. So it was a bit novel to actually be tagged on something. And when I had a look, I was actually tagged by someone who I didn't even know. So Maya had posted an article about AI and specifically AI companies that help with writing like Jasper or Copy AI. She had asked a general question about what people thought about using services like these. She herself likened it to cleaning her house. She could spend four hours every other weekend cleaning her house, but instead she chooses to outsource that. And doing so frees her up to spend time with her family, go to the gym, make time to cook, do things that are important to her and that she enjoys. In the same way, productivity tools like AI helps. Similarly, you know, it could free her and other people up to focus on building important skills and take that I'm too busy argument off the table. Things like improving sales skills or writing the book that they've been putting off or honing presentation skills. A point of view that I actually agree with and which was what got me so excited about this emerging technology back in 2016. This presents so many opportunities for us to be up-leveling and growing. 
Now, she tagged me because someone who had used Capture Park had responded to a post actually mentioning Capture, which is awesome. I love seeing when Capture gets mentioned in the wild. I didn't even have anything to do with that. So the broader question that Park posed is whether as humans, we are abdicating our communication skills like writing to bots, to machines, which while he acknowledged was efficient, lessens our skills at being influential and persuasive communicators. And this is a question I love because it actually talks to the heart of why we developed Capture in the way that we did. So should you use AI? A hundred percent, yes, you should. You know yourself how busy you are growing your podcast and your business, and it's never going to get easier. It's never going to lessen. So just like Maya eloquently argued, AI is what is going to help you get some of that time back. AI is what is going to help you work on the things that you want or actually need to work on. But I think we all know that not all AI is created equal and definitely not the different use cases of AI. So this is what I wanted to cover with you. We're going to take a quick ad break. And when we get back, I actually want to explore how it is that as an expert, you should be using AI. Using it in a way that, as Park asked, does not lessen your skills at being an expert or an influential and persuasive communicator. Sound good? We'll be right back. Are you ready to reach more people on more platforms in a lot less time with your podcast? Well, it's time to meet every podcaster's new best friend, Capture. Capture is the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter and the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. In just 10 minutes or less, Capture will turn your episode audio file into an episode title, description, show notes, social media captions for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok, a promotional email, blog post, LinkedIn article, YouTube description, and full transcript. All of the drafts it creates for you are fully editable and downloadable. All you have to do is just upload your episode audio, wait for it to generate the drafts for you, and view and edit these drafts and download them to use in all of your marketing content. But before you think that Capture is just another robot that just writes words for you, I have to tell you about what makes Capture different. You see, Capture's AI has a very robust mix of human intelligence mixed into it. Capture was created by marketers so that every piece of copy it writes for you is infused with content honey traps so that your podcast episode stops the scroll and hooks your audience in to listen. But don't just take my word for it. Capture is offering you a free trial so you can see the magic for yourself for your podcast. Sign up takes less than 30 seconds and nope, there is no credit card required. Just head on over to www.capture.com and sign up for a free trial. That's www.capsho.com and sign up for a free trial today. In this episode, we are delving into how you, as an expert, in your field should be using AI technologies because as we know, the use cases for this technology will only grow. So there's definitely no getting away from it. But we want to be smart about how we're using it. 
how we're using it so that it does not lessen our impact at being that go-to authority, that expert in our field, or lessen our skills as an influential and persuasive communicator. Because ultimately, we do not want to devolve as humans. That's not our aim. We only want to evolve and do bigger and better things. That is what AI fundamentally should be helping with. And to help me walk through the how, how we're going to do this, I have my co-founder, Bonner Wright, here with me. Welcome. Hello. It's good to be back. <laughs> yes. Another, Thanks for having me back. Another week on the Grow My Podcast show. <laughs> yes, I got another invite. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go through the three steps on how experts who podcast can actually be using AI to help them grow, help them do better, do, focus really on things that they should be focusing on and they, yes. should, they need to be focusing on. Yes. Okay. So step one is they have to be the expert, right? That's, I mean, it feels like a no-brainer, but let me, let's, worth stating. It's worth stating, yeah. okay? Yeah. You are the expert. You are the expert and you not only have to own that, but you also have to communicate mm. that expertise. Mm. Okay, you have to own it and communicate it. And why this is important is because if you're an expert, you will likely have your own original thoughts, original frameworks, original strategies. Now, I say original in the sense of that you've gone through the experience, you've you've curated what you've needed to. So some, I mean, there's not very many original thoughts anymore, let's be honest. <laughs> right, we're all just like variations. We just, of, of like branches yes. um, from, from people. Like, for example, me, I think I've said time and time again that, you know, Russell Brunson is one of my mentors. So a lot of the things that I talk about from a marketing perspective, from a sales perspective, is kind of like from his branch, which, mm. and he's very open to say he's like from the Dan Kennedy branch. And, you know, there are a lot of people who are from like the Tony Robbins branch, right? Yeah. So there's not a lot of like super, super original new things, but there's a way that we communicate that as an expert because mm. we've not only learned it, but we've also actually gone through our own experiences to actually implement it. Yes. And that's what I mean when I say original thoughts and original experiences. They are your stories. They are your frameworks. Yes. They are your strategies. They are your steps, your step-by-step-by-step, by step by step, mm. right? That should all be coming from you. Mm. This is so important to say, to call out, because AI cannot do that for you. Yeah. And, and it, it shouldn't, shouldn't be. be. It shouldn't be, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, so for me, as I said, I, I, I talk a lot. I have a lot of frameworks. I have a lot of, you know, but for me, specifically right now, as you're listening to this podcast... I talk about how do you grow your podcast, right? And a lot of the frameworks and strategies were built from my almost 10 years of experience in entrepreneurship. Mm. So how I grew my previous businesses. It's also from curating, as I said, like the likes of Russell Brunson and all of my other mentors like Melissa Rickow and Dana Derricks, things like that, are people like that. You know, it's curating all of that and it's sort of putting it into this multi-pot and going, okay, there are mini frameworks that I can talk about. Yes. Each one of these episodes are mini frameworks I share with you. Yes. Exactly. Right. So that's an example of me communicating expertise. Yeah. And the specific lens that you bring, which I think is a really important thing too. I mean, I just forwarded this to you, but we just got a, a review for this podcast. And this particular gentleman talked about how he finds you really personable and the show gives him really actionable insights. And I think that's where it comes in, right? Yes. Because he can sense again he could learn from anyone and I'm sure he learned from multiple people but that, that's it. as you say 
that's where the the feeling of like this is an expert that I'm going to for a very subjective reason yes. for objective results yes and that's kind of what we need to realize so yes. similarly to yourself one of our tap show users you know that I've been listening to her podcast Dr. Brooke Sheehan so hi Dr. Brooke if you're listening hey. thanks for being on tap show her her podcast Dr. Brooke on the block so cool <laughs> is again it's a it's a classic example of what we're just talking about because she is this incredible woman that has a background in both holistic wellness but also blockchain and her, yes, so that just stops back. <laughs> cool. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. But she has this really, and her podcast I'm talking about is in the blockchain space. So she has this really, really unique voice. A, that's female. So in a very saturated, male-dominated yeah. space of blockchain. And, you know, for example, she talks about, you know, take a journey with Dr. Brooke into the wild, wild west of the Web3 universe. And then immediately I'm like, that's that's so unique. That's yes. so different. You know, she distills, dissects, and helps you uncover the ever-evolving world of blockchain technology. And again, it's she can tell she knows she's an expert and she's a very unique, she's going to have a very unique perspective. Yeah. A lot of things, blockchain technology is like, sure, people have opinions, but it's the information is information, but yeah. it's really how you package it and what unique viewpoint that you want to take. Yes. I think is, is probably the most important thing to note here. Yes. That is, that's so, so cool. And this is important because, again, if I go back to the the LinkedIn post I was tagged in and when Park actually mentioned Capture, he also mentioned Jasper mm -hmm. AI. And I know that we have a lot of people who have been testing Capture who are also users of Jasper. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to call out this difference because this, the whole starting point of Capture is that is exactly this step, which is you are the expert. You are the originator, creator of thoughts of your message. Mm. And we want to be very, very intentional about that because we, we're we never going to want to take that away from you or look to replace that. Whereas, and, and that's because we're talking to a specific type of person. We are talking to experts. We are talking to coaches and consultants and service providers. If you listen to this, you are our people. Yeah. Whereas Jasper does a really great job, like, you know, they have great technology, but they're clearly serving a different type of person, mm -hmm. right? They, they're serving the people who just want to get content out there without necessarily having to look like the expert, without not, not looking, but without having to be the expert. Yeah. Because their whole, a lot of big part of their proposition, their value proposition is that they actually will help you create the content, They'll, mm -hmm. as in the actual outline, the actual thoughts, the actual step yes. by in a framework like all they'll actually help you do Complete that your thoughts as well exactly yeah. so i just want to point out very very different use cases so you know so i you know all like please if you are a person who needs that as in you maybe don't think or you don't back yourself to have those original which by the way if you listen to this you you do you have a really really you have so much to share yes but there so you know then that's when a Jasper, it would be really, really suited to you. Yeah. But if you have these original thoughts, you have your podcast going, even if your podcast is about interviewing others and you're curating their thinking and their messages and their strategies, that's still you being a curator, mm. which means that you have something of value to share with your audience, which that's means cool. that Capture is actually built for you. And so that leads into the second step. So that's kind of like, that's I just really, really want to make that really clear, that delineation, because we are serving people who you are an expert and you have something to share with your audience. And then the second step is to use a tool like Capture. So this is where now we start to get into AI. And there's a little bit of, and I feel like I'm kind of going all over the place, but 
you know, this is why even before when I was saying how as experts can we be using AI and how can we use in a way that doesn't help, doesn't make us devolve, right? Mm. And this comes back to that step one. That's why it's so critical. That step one, which is that th- that thinking still has to come from you. It has to come from humans. AI should not replace that. Yeah. Right. If AI starts to replace that, that's when as he- humans, we are in trouble. Yeah. Okay. Because we stop thinking for ourselves and we actually don't have any original thoughts or experiences because all AI does is it just goes out and gets the data Right. So how Jasper or Copy AI or any like they just go out to look at all of the blog posts what currently are out there saying about that topic. Exactly. Yeah. And they're just bringing back based on, you know, keywords and things like they're just bringing that back, which means that anything that you're putting out there. Yeah, that you're not plagiarizing. Technically, they're not that, you know, because they it's smart enough. The technology is smart enough to to change like to change the words around and, and sentence structures and things like that. Mm. But the thoughts, the concepts, what's already out there. Yeah. So that when we start to rely on that technology, that is when we actually will devolve. Mm. And so if, you know, again, I do not, I'm not an advocate, advocate. I'm totally an advocate for AI for efficiency purposes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. We need to be using it for that. Yeah. I am not an advocate for AI to start replacing our thoughts and our message and our voice. Yes, absolutely. And even that that active curation, it becomes very lazy, passive. Let me just crawl the web to curate versus actually let me read that person's book. Let me have a mentor. Let me take that away, have critical thought, think about who I'm talking to and let me pass on this gift generationally through my voice, which is really what this is about. Podcasting is just a medium. But yet the the curation bit becomes very amazing too, where you're like, well, you know, I kind of have a semi thought about this. I should probably create content about this. Let's see what I can whip up in 30 seconds or a minute. Yes, exactly. So definitely use an AI tool. We'll say use Capture, of course, because <laughs> we are the only ones who, who you know, can help you do this. Or you're starting from your podcast, you know, you upload your audio file and we do the heavy lifting mm. to make it so efficient for you to actually create all the assets that you need to promote your podcast episode. Yeah. So it's going to save you so much time and so much bandwidth. Honestly, yeah, because it gives you the starting point. And that is what you, that is, again, if we talk about what you should be using AI for, it is that you need just the starting point. You know, I'm going to get off. I feel like I've just <laughs> gotten off my, uh, I've been on my soapbox. I'm just going to get off my soapbox. <laughs> but I just want to, I just want to build on what you were just saying, because that's time and again, the feedback we've been getting. We built Capture to say, this would be really helpful for us. Yes. Right. But that's definitely the starting point a piece of feedback is what we get time and again. And it's really interesting because, for example, Alin, one of our users was saying it's just so much easier with Capture because I do have that starting point. But the starting point isn't like something that maybe an intern in your team or your VA has written. It's like your words. Yes. It's there staring it back at you. You just need to finesse it to be like, oh, okay, I remember, you know, but it it's in your language. Yes. That's why it's such a powerful starting point. It's almost like you, a previous version of you drafted it for you. And you're <laughs> like, oh, thanks. You know, so, and then let me now work on this. I think that's the key key here as well. Michelle Mazer, who's another user of ours, really talks about, because we do create the promotional content for your podcast, right? And she appreciates, she was saying how the way that she uses it is that 
it's great that Capture already understands the how we're going to use these promotional assets like an email. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm specifically going to tell my list about this particular episode and why this point of view that I explore in this episode is really important. I really want you to hear about this. Yeah. Right. So that context is built in. Like I can't wait to write the email for this episode to our list because mm-hmm. our list is protect. Maybe there's people on there who are like, what's the difference between Jasper and Capture? Yeah. Right. There are people who are like, maybe they're not confident in their voice. There's so many different angles. Again, that's coming out of this conversation. Capture will capture that from, because we're having this very dynamic human yes. conversation and the AI is just going to be like, okay, these were the points of view that was yeah. explored. Which way do you want to go down? Yeah. Again, a really good starting point for a yes. copywriter. Yes. Versus trying to remember what I said yeah. or what you said and looking back into the transcript. That's the an- another way that people are using. And I also love how Brittany describes this process, the way that she uses it. It's like, she's like, it's kind of like having a co-producer to go back and forth. Yeah. I mean, Capture doesn't talk back. Just It's like asking how your day was and how your weekend's going. But when coming up with titles and descriptions, again, because it's mining from the, the particular episode that you've recorded, it's just like having a buddy that you can brainstorm with. And yeah. I love that description because I'm like, yes, that's what it's there for is to help and not replace. Yes. Totally. So that it just unlocks the side of creativity for you that you can just kind of then and go with. And I think the final angle that I love is Beth was talking about how the, the way that she's planning to use Capture when she's ready to hire her VA is that this is just a tool that she can give them. Again, yeah. again, they're not having to come up with words for you because people do pay VAs right now to write all the stuff for them. You've already done the hard work, you've created the content. So she's like, I love that I can just focus 100% on creating a really powerful podcast episode and hand it over to my VA because my voice is going to come through. They're just going to do the tidying up and I can just review it and publish it. And I'm like, perfect. Yes. Efficiency without, as I say, denigrating to the level of an, a bot writing your content for yes. you. Yes. Now, in saying that, I mean, obviously a lot of the, we, we I do almost have to preface AI as well. And this kind of now gets into step three. Okay. So step one, if we recap, like it has to start from you, has to start from your thoughts, your frameworks or strategies. And then step two is really then how do you leverage AI for the efficiency part of it as that starting point? Because then step three is all about the fact that AI, I don't even know, I was going to say no matter how much we want it to, but I don't know if we do, it cannot read your mind, (laughs) right? Like that's what it comes down to as well. It cannot read your mind. So even though the words and the, the, the topics that come through, definitely that capture captures is going to be from your podcast episode. Again, if I go back to what Park was saying about capture, mm. he did say, you know, there were some times when it did sound like a bot was writing it, mm. which is fair because it is a robot. <laughs> and the reason why is because, you know, definitely you want to be furnishing what it's it's created for you with your own additional stories and experiences, the things that will actually connect with the audience, even your tone of voice, Mm. okay? Because yes, we wanna be working on things like that, but it cannot pick another story that you had when you were five that could actually work really well with this this topic because again, AI doesn't, it can't read your mind and it can't read your history, at least not yet. (laughs) (laughs) And like I say, maybe we don't want to. Maybe we don't want it to, yeah, because that is when I think the machines will start to take over. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, speaking about Dr. Brooke again, the example that I spoke to earlier, just even looking at her show notes, as I say, it doesn't have to be anything big that you're adding, right? In terms of 
uh, you know, for example, in one of her show notes, the the work that AI had done, it was a, an episode she was doing with a guest. And obviously, Capture had packaged up the intro that uh, Dr. Brooks had read out in the episode and, and done a really good job of summarizing that. And I could see that she had added in her own tone of voice. Mm. She said, you know, she then dove down the rabbit hole, met a ton of people and fell in love with the space. And that's a very colloquial you know, I can tell that's her tone of voice of how she speaks. So again, she's just having to do these pieces because again, AI is not going to speak like that. You should be worried if it does, because it's like, where is it pulling this from? Yeah. And it just adds that level of personality and connection that only you can bring to yes. your audience because that's how Dr. Brooks speaks and writes. And again, it just, it, then it, no two show notes look the same. Exactly. Right. So I think that's like, it doesn't even have to be that. It's just those little things I think that actually bring nuance and context yeah. in how we communicate especially in a written way, because when we're speaking like we do in a podcast, there's so much more people can take in in terms of your tone and your all of that. But that's how, you know, that's one example. Another example, obviously, we eat our own, our own dog food. We use Capture for outcomes as well. And I was just reflecting on what you were saying about how the efficiency then unlocks a level of creativity. And I know when we were writing one of my promotional emails for the episode that we did on ending a podcast episode, oh, yes. we had a lot of fun in that episode. Yeah. Go ahead and listen to that if you haven't had a chance to. And because, you know, the first email that we send on that capture pretty much had taken a really, had done a really good job. There was very minimal effort to put into that one. So we kind of brainstormed a different angle yes. for the second email that we sent on that. And it was really about, okay, people talk a lot about first impressions, but what about last impressions? I, I don't think we would have had the capacity to think about that angle if we hadn't saved that. But then again, when you save the time, you want to keep serving people and you want to then also go, okay, what can I do with that? How can you communicate more and differently? Mm-hmm. And then we brought in a different story about you being really <laughs> awkward at leaving events and use that as the analogy exactly. to create the podcast yes. episode. Right. So this is where, as you say, if anything, our writing skills and communication skills are improving. Yes. Because now we have this additional creativity, but a really, really solid starting point. Yeah. Draft. I love that. And honestly, that would have saved, I mean, for, for Dr. Brooke, the, the example that you mentioned, uh, you know, in the three sentences of the intro, maybe she added one mm. sentence. So instead of writing, spending, you know, maybe five minutes or a couple of minutes, how long generally people spend writing three sentences that they might have to do from scratch. Yes. She just had to insert one sentence to yeah. bring in her tone of voice. We yes. would have taken all of 10 seconds. Exactly. And it, and it matters because it just reminds me of something that one of our users, Troy, said, where he said, a capture helps him give his guests, his podcast show guests, I think he said the respect that they deserve. And really it's this sort of thing, because when we're doing this kind of last minute or we're really pressed for time, we write very perfunctory functional copy. Yes. Just get it out. So yes. But then now we can we can think about our guests and say, actually, yeah, she did this. She dove down. I love that emotive yeah. part to it. Yeah. And I think it sounds like a small thing, but really that's what this is about. Yeah. Yeah. How do you respect the time that you put into creating the podcast episode itself? Mm-hmm. Even if you're a even if you Let's say you are a solo, you know, you, you just have, you're just talking. Yeah. So how do you respect your own time, but also how do you respect your guest time? Yeah. I think that's huge. It's huge. And that's such a, like, if nothing else, if we can almost give that back to the podcasting community. Yeah. To serve even more. Like that is, I, I would, I would call that a win. Yeah. So. 100%. Yeah. All right. So let's recap on, okay. So should 
Should you, as an expert who podcasts AI or not AI? I think that's a big resounding yes. I mean, our whole business is built on AI. <laughs> it's always going to be a yes, yes, but yes, uh, yes, and yes, yes and 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 theory, love it. How <laughs> how but how yes? How do you use it in in the way that it should be used so that it doesn't take over our brains? Essentially, yeah. Okay, so let's let's not. Let Skynet happen. <laughs> is, that the, is that the right reference? I think so. <laughs> we'll correct it in the show notes if it isn't. Let's not let Skynet happen and let's actually still own our voice and our message. So that's step one. You've got to be the expert and you've got to communicate that expertise and continue doing that through your podcast, right? That's a, the, well, I think it's the best medium that mm. you can be doing that. Step two is that then when you do use AI and use an AI tool like Capture, obviously you can try any of the others. Like I'm, we're obviously we're, we're totally going to be absolutely biased advocates for Capture, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you have to use it, right? But try it at least, right? And because it gives you a really, really great starting point. That's what AI should be doing. It's going to save you, gosh, from one to four hours on average that our users have been saving just by giving you that starting point. And then step three is when you bring in your tone of voice, you bring in your stories, other other stories outside of what you've even spoken about on the podcast mm-hmm. as analogies, things like that into your promotional assets. Because again, AI cannot read your mind and we do not want it to, right? So those are the three steps that you should be following. And I think we're going to leave, I know that we spoke about our own in step three, mm-hmm. in terms of how, like the changes that we made yep. to an email. So maybe we'll leave those as examples in the show notes. Yeah. Just so you can see, okay, what did Capture create? And then how did we, like, what additional things that did we put into it just to bring out our tone of voice and just to bring out potential, potentially a different story as well that I didn't mention it on the podcast. And we will leave a cheat sheet for you as always. So you can go grab for, for this episode. So you can go grab that in the show notes. So that's it. That is, should you be AI, AIing or not AIing? Oh, that's really, really awkward to say. It's going so well. <laughs> you should. Go check Capture out. We have a free trial. You can upload an episode and test it for yourself. You can see just on the upload, we create title, description, show notes, social media captions, promotional email, and hot off the press, totally new blog post and YouTube description as well. Okay, all based on your words, on your message, on your thoughts from your podcast episode. So go do that, capshow.com, C-A-P-S-H-O.com. We'll leave those in the show notes as well. That's it for me, from us today. Yep. Stay awesome, you guys. Bye.